Hey, welcome to Living Fear Free. I'm your host, Dee Price, and I want to thank you for joining me on our quest to living a fear-free life. This is episode 16 of 30. 2 Corinthians 10.4 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Fear is lies that the enemy speaks to you in your mind. These are strongholds that he is building. A stronghold is defined as a place that has been fortified so as to protect it against attack. Meditating on the fear causes it to become a stronghold, but God has given us weapons to destroy the strongholds of fear that have been built in our minds. Weapons given to you by a loving father who has not left you abandoned and alone to fight this enemy who has already been defeated. The word of God is a weapon. The Bible says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower where the righteous run into it and are saved. The name of the Lord is one of our weapons. Jesus said in John 14, in verse 12, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. But greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Verse 12, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, he shall do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Well, what was on him? The Spirit of God was on him. That's the same Spirit of God that lives on the inside of you. The same Spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead. The same Spirit of God that healed every diseased person that ever came to Jesus for healing. So we've been talking about the Word of God as a weapon, and I want to read to you Psalm 138. It says, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. God has magnified his word even above his name. And Jesus said, whatever we ask in his name, he will do it, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So that means that returning God's word back to him in the name of Jesus is an unstoppable combination to combat fear. Isaiah 41.10 in the New King James Version says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Mark 11, God said, speak to the mountain. He didn't tell us to speak to him about the mountain. He says for us to speak to the mountain. God has already delivered you from fear. So praying and asking him to remove the fear is a waste of time and a waste of our breath. So say there is a fear of flying on a plane. You open your mouth and say of the Lord, according to Psalm 91, Devil, the Lord is my refuge and fortress. He commanded me to fear not. So I cast his fear down because he is with me. He is my God and I trust him. He strengthens me. He is my help and he upholds me with the right hand of his righteousness. And I command you to get behind me, devil. Remember, your job is to return God's word back to him, and he has promised that when you do that, it does not return to him without doing what he has sent it to do. Psalm 91 verses 1 and 2 says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In him I will trust. 
The definition of refuge is a shelter or protection from danger or distress. It's defined as that which shelters or protects from danger, distress, or calamity. A stronghold which protects by its strength or a sanctuary which secures safety by its sacredness. Any place inaccessible to an enemy. That's why the enemy uses fear to build a stronghold. He's hoping that you never find out how to get rid of the stronghold he's building. But God's already made a way of escape. So remind yourself often, I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. I abide under the shadow of Almighty God. God Most High is my refuge. God Most High is my fortress. You can put these on a three by five card and read them throughout the day. God Most High is my refuge. God Most High is my fortress. Remember verse 3 and 4 of Psalm 91? It says, Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. This psalm was looking towards the cross. Jesus had not already come and taken all of our fears and sickness and disease and whatever else that's in the curse upon himself. So verse 3 says, surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler, but you've already been delivered. So you speak to the fear as Jesus spoke to the tree in Mark 11. Verse 12 of Mark 11 says, now the next day when they had come out of Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to it, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. Nine words. He spoke nine words and that tree immediately died. It took some time for what happened on the inside to appear on the outside, but it happened the next day they were walking and they saw that it had already dried up from the roots. Verse 14 says, in response, Jesus said to it. So something was said in Jesus's mind that he heard, but he answered it out loud. And that's what you and I are supposed to do. We're not supposed to let thoughts go unanswered because when we do, We give those thoughts an opportunity to build strongholds that cause fear. Jesus has delivered me from whatever. You name whatever that trap that's been set for you is. Perilous pestilence, any very serious infectious disease that spreads quickly and kills large numbers of people is considered perilous pestilence. So right now, some sort of flesh-eating thing is going around, and apparently they've decided to spread that fear by putting it in popular TV shows that people are watching. But don't take that fear, and don't wait until you hear that somebody you know or somebody that you know that knows somebody has it. Start now by opening your mouth and saying, Jesus has delivered me from any disease out there that's eating people's flesh. It shall not come near you. Remember, a thousand shall fall at my side, 10,000 at my right hand, but no flesh-eating disease shall come near me. You have to get on the offensive. We don't wait until stuff starts happening around us. Don't let the news media or whatever start building a stronghold in your mind that you will have to tear down. When the TV talks to you and starts calling things out, don't just sit there. Talk back to it. When it starts saying things like, when you get whatever it is, tell it you've been redeemed from that thing and that you're not getting it. Train yourself to open your mouth and not let any thought go unanswered. 
I believe I heard someone say that we have 70,000 thoughts go through our minds daily. That's a lot of stuff that we're not answering back. I talk back to things. I decided a long time ago I'd rather walk in health than be sick, and I really don't care how I look. I answer the thoughts back. Jesus spoke to the fig tree. I speak to whatever thoughts try to rear its ugly head that's opposing what God has said in his word. Because the best and most effective way to answer these thoughts are with the word of God, by saying about the situation what he's already said, what he said about what you're dealing with is the best way to do that. BibleGateway.com is a good way to find out what God has already said. You can just enter a word or phrase into the search engine and whatever scripture has to do with that thing will come up. You then take what you read that brings peace and turn it into a confession like we did above. Jesus came as our example. And just as he shut the devil down by saying what was written, that's the same way he expects you and I to do it. It's time we stop praying and asking God to remove things that he's already removed. It's time we begin appropriating the victory he's already won for us. So that's all for now. Until the next podcast, this is Dee Price thanking you for joining me and reminding you that living fear-free is your right as a child of the Most High God. Bye for now.